Okay, so do you want me to read you my list of names? Um, for the as yet unnamed podcast that we're currently recording. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I know that some of these are terrible. Right. <laughs> Symphony of Discussion. Okay. Okay. Do you understand the reference? No. Symphony of Destruction is a Megadeth. Okay. Song. But after after I thought of that, I thought of Appetite for Discussion, but I bet that's already won. I bet it is. Uh, Pod of Ages. Oh, I like that one. Karama. This is Karanga Metal Hammer. Okay. Rock Trospective. That's not very good. Um, Hair to the Throne. Oh, God. These are all really good. Talk 80s to me. Right. There's, and these are a bit of a theme. Ain't talking about anything after 89. Ain't talking about grunge. Ain't talking about the 90s. Okay. Um, Podly Crew. <laughs> Otley Crew, because, you know, there's a Otley. Well, I've heard of Otley Crew before, so someone's used that with something. Do you think that's like a yeah. tribute band? Yeah. All right. Uh, denim and Leather. <laughs> okay. Leather and Lace. Right. The Dude Sea Scrolls. Denim and Leather, who am I? Um... You could be leather if you I want. I was going to say, you say denim. Denim's a bit more me, in it? Uh, chat out of hell. <laughs> Actually, I really like that one. But I also like this, but it's not as it's not as uh, identifiable as a pun. Prattle stations. <laughs> okay. Uh, what the cat dragged in. Motley 2. I don't want to get sued by Motley Crew. They were, well, they don't own the word Motley. Uh, the Wednesday Rock Show, oh, which is a, re a reference to the Friday Rock Show. I like. Um, can I see him? Li yeah, listed down. Let me have a look. Right, so I like Podley Crew. Podley Crew. I like yeah. that. I like um, Pod of Ages. Yeah. I like Kurama. Yeah. Um, I like talk eighties to me, but then I feel like maybe someone's probably got that. Probably, yeah. Um, I like. Um, I like the Wednesday Rock Show, but yeah. I feel like people might be wanting more um, content from us than what we're going to be giving them, which is um, specifically and only old Kerrang copies. Yeah, that's um. You know, well, we, I don't want to lie to people. We don't have to decide now. Okay. Um, from anything that anyone's heard, we'd be interested in hearing um, feedback on perhaps a favourite. Well, um, there is a cat wandering over um, yeah. at the moment, so if you hear any noises, it's the cat. Okay. Right. Okay. Well, you've got to... You've You've got two options. You can have a Pod funny of ages, pun. I do like Pod of ages. But then you, oh, I don't know. then you could. The other, the other thing is have just a really prosaic one that people will understand from the get go what it actually is, like the Wednesday rock show. Yeah. But then you'd always have to release it on a Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, and I'm we're sure recording that, it on a Wednesday. I'm not sure that we're that consistent. Yeah, but you you build up. Okay. Like a few, and then put them out. Okay. Whenever you want. Well, to like, give some background, do you want to give some background about what we're talking about? Yeah. Here? Um, 
I mean, eventually, that I presume no one needs a description from us what the podcast is because there will be a description when they download it. But why don't you talk about why we're doing it and what we're doing and why we decided to do it? Well, it was your idea initially. And um, what we will be doing is looking through vintage Kerrang magazines and basically talking about the content. And that's way more interesting than it sounds. So these Kerrang magazines were gifted to me quite a few years ago. Um, and I've got lots and lots of Kerrang and Metal Hammer, all from early to mid 80s. So I think they're like late 80s. Late 80s. Yeah. Late 80s. Um, so that's what we'll be doing looking through Kerrang so if you like Kerrang or Metal Hammer and you're of a certain age let's face it no one I mean you know let's be honest anyone under the age of 25 is not going to be interested in anything we've got to say so I mean maybe they um, will maybe they're like they Histori- historically. Yeah, okay, maybe. But maybe also... they'll be interested historically in what Doubt these it. things have got to say. For me, um, weirdly enough, some of these are magazines I read at the time because uh, I never bought it, but um, my friend used to get Kerrang. I think he got Kerrang and Metal Hammer, and whenever I was around at his house, I'd read them. So I like literally recognised some of these magazines from from then. And I'd say they're mostly, I think there's a couple from 87. They seem to be mostly 88 and 89. Okay. So we don't really get into the 90s. And when we decided to do this, I looked up Kerrang! podcast. There's an official Kerrang! podcast, obviously not interested in that. And there's a vintage uh, Kerrang! It's called Kerrang! Back Issues. And I thought, oh, shit, they're doing the same thing we're doing. But uh, they're actually doing like mid-90s so that we will not be stepping on their toes. Lovely. So? Do you want to talk about your background as a, like what music you're into and how you got into it and that sort of thing, just so we've got some? Um, feels a bit like a job interview or a CV, <laughs> so not really, but... This is essentially a I job have, interview for like people who are going to subscribe. Yeah, okay, but I think if I... Yeah, I like music from the eight tease predominantly um metal and rock and that's lame lame to say because it's so vague but um i also feel too lame by listing bands i like because that feels i think i think we'll get to bands you like won't we yeah so shall we have a dig into this one i've picked out yeah so tell me okay so this is Kerrang from it's Kerrang number 178. It's from March the 12th, 1988, and it was 90p. <laughs> Bargain. One point, we will get have an Instagram. Yeah. So we'll put up images yeah. of this specific magazine. Yeah. So feel free to pop over onto Instagram and have a look at the pages we're talking about. Fun. But some of them some of them might not, be a bit It's not a t- requirement. Yeah, we're not sure the tits. I know there's some tits of them might some be of them. TOS. Yeah. No. I don't know what the deal is on Instagram because I've never uh, posted. You can't put nips up. You can't. So we'd have to um, I don't, I emoji don't think out the nips. I don't think there's nips in this. There's one with boobs in, I've already looked. I mean there's a lot of boobs in anyway, this, but no, no nips. Right, ninety P, correct. All right. Okay, so on the cover we've got anthrax in Japan. Wait, what year is this? 
1988, 88. already said. Okay. March the 12th. What, what were you up to in 1988? I was seven. Okay. Um, Giving away your age. All right. Um, I was, um, I kind of don't, don't know, probably something cool. Do you know what? I looked up earlier what the UK charts were on March the 12th, 1988. Okay. Do you want to have a look? Yeah. Do you want to have a guess, first of all? Jason Donovan, this, Kylie. This is not metal related. Kylie. Told you. <laughs> yeah. Number Kylie. one, I should be so lucky, the classic. Right. Uh, number two, Rick Astley, Together Forever. Yeah, obviously. Uh, Vanessa Paradis, Jola Taxi, number three. Nice. Aswad, Don't nice. Turn Around. I mean, classics. Yeah. Uh, five, Primitives Crash. Six, Erasure Ship of Fools. Seven, Tarja Savelle, Love is Contagious. I fun, was... I think, fun fact, I think Crash is on the CD I had that was called Silk and Steel. Really? Yeah. Look up Silk and Steel album. All right. And I bet it's got Crash on. Maybe um, there's lots of albums called Silk and Steel. So Silk and Steel was an album that I got that was exactly how it sounds. I don't need to describe the content. It's got a red silky cover with a black panther on the front because that's silky and both steely. Uh, I mean, I'm surprised the primitives are on it because wow. they're a bit they're a bit sort of indie, weren't they? Um, well, I may be wrong. I hope I'm not wrong. Yeah, primitives ah. crash. So the track listing is share. I found someone. Pretenders, Night in My Veins. Don't remember that. No. Scarlet, Independent Love Song. Um, no. I, I should. I know it because yeah. Uh, Heaven is a place on earth. Belinda Carlisle, Annie Lennox, Walking on Broken Glass, Rock Set, The Look, Go Go. You can get the idea. It's soft. It's eighties soft rock, isn't it? Let's have a look. Anything I would have owned. So Google. Silk and Steel album. Look for a red cover with a black panther on the front and enjoy. That's pretty cool. So. Pretty nice. Okay. So, so yeah, that's your, that's your chart rundown for... Um, All right. So what was I doing when I was listening to Aswad? Don't know. <laughs> Enjoying Aswad. Probably at school. Yeah, probably. Well, yeah, seven. Okay. But you weren't reading Kerrang. Uh, no, because I was a loser. Okay. So let's have a look at what's in this issue. Okay. Anthrax in Japan is the main uh, story. We've also got Heart, Iron Maiden, White Snake, Zodiac Mind Warp, Wasp, and Nikki Six Shock center pages. So that's. Uh, that's well, I can't wait for that. To... Okay. So <laughs> let's talk about what's in this issue, right? Yeah. So I'm opening it up and I've obviously had a, a look, first of all. Okay. okay. So first, uh, first, page, first of all, those. Would you like to describe this image? Um, it's Iron Maiden with four lovely-looking ladies um, in in the pants. Yeah, and they've got in the pants. They've got madness written across their bosoms. <laughs> and all right, Dad. Uh, Steve Harris and Dave Murray are pointing helpfully. In case uh, we hadn't noticed that they've got breasts, where the other he's th- pointing at their breasts. The other three are just little gurning in the background. So it's about Maiden for Donington. Uh, Iron Maiden are now being critically, <laughs> officially confirmed as headliners at this year's Monsters of Rock Festival at Castle Donington. The girls look very unimpressed. Yeah, they've got like weird sort of bridesmaid 
Fascinators, they're called. They've got fascinating. They've got stockings and suspenders, but they've got weird veils. Yeah. Um, and this is some for some reason a promotion for Can I Play with Madness? Can I play with madness? Imminent single for their imminent album, Seventh Son of a Seventh Son. Um, and there's some details about the single. What's a fun fact about Can I Play with Madness? Uh, I mean, well, uh, is this information you want to give out? Can I Play With Madness is our song, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Don't have to go into too much detail. No. Yeah, it's, it's, um, yeah, it's our song. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, a, not a romantic piece. But, um, yeah, so do you remember Iron Maiden playing at Donington? No. No. Okay. And this was in an, in an era before I went to see any band, so I did not go to this. But, uh, yeah, there's, there's no other information about who's playing. Um, but spoiler alert, I think it was um, Guns N' Roses, Kiss, Thunder. Oh, no, th- maybe Thunder, Thunder were 1990 with Aerosmith. We'll, uh, we'll sort this out. Uh, so other other features in this, Ozzy's Wild Side. Is <laughs> Ozzy in his sort of Fat Liz Taylor period. Um, he's got a new guitarist called Zach Wild. Um, and obviously, obviously went on to become a big star. Uh, there's a feature about Kingdom Come. Have you, have you ever heard of Kingdom Come? Yes. What have you heard about them? Just the name. <laughs> right. They're an American rock band whose uncanny likeness to Led Zepp on their stunning debut album has been causing hearts to flutter all over the shop. Mm-hmm. And they're supporting Magnum on their upcoming tour. Now, they got absolutely roasted at the time for, for being Led Zepp copyists. Like, you know, the, the main guy screamed like Robert Plant and they wore flares. And- But like listening to their stuff recently, it sort of sounds, it barely sounds like Led Zeppelin at all. They just sound like a proper 80s rock band. And like, I think the, the cult a few years later, and, and obviously, um, what's that band now? Greta Van Fleet sounded exactly like, they sound way more like Zeppelin than Kingdom Come ever did. But at the time, yeah, they were like routinely just slagged off as being copyists. Uh, something about Ingrid Malmsteen. No one really cares about Ingrid Malmsteen today. Um, These are the black and white pages, which aren't as exciting. The um, maiden boob picture is in colour. Yeah. You'll be pleased well, to know. Yeah, that was big news. We can put that on Instagram because their nips are not on show. Yeah. So that's fine, I think, yeah. probably. Um, there's an advert for Magnum. There's a big nice. feature on White Snake. Hot. Two picture. One, your main picture. And then an insert of pure sex and a microphone. So give me all your love tonight. Give me all your love tonight. He's looking good. I mean, how old? He do you still reckon, looks good. How old do you reckon he was at this point? I'm going to say now, and my brain went to eighty-six. He's not eighty-six. Don't tell me how old he is now. I think now he's seventy-four. All right. And so that would make him whatever. However many years we're talking, 70, 60, 50, 40. I think he's probably about 37 in this. 
Right, okay. He's actually 71 now. Right, but I was close. Uh, so I can't do this in my head. 37? Uh, he was 37. Isn't that what I just said? This, yeah, might have been. Yeah. Right, well, we've got a recording of it. He I'm looks, pretty sure I said 37. He does, he does look good. He always look, I mean, he looks good now, doesn't he? Looks he looks good now. Um, white to the top, baby. White Snake sure slid themselves into some prime positions mm. in last issue's reader's poll results. Oh, what do they mean? Best band, best male singer, top sex object, brackets Obst. male. Yeah, right, right. Top promo video, band came and got it in no uncertain terms. But will it be a case of here I go again next time around? Or will Iron Maiden return to rule the roost? I don't think Iron oh. Maiden are going to get top sex object male, are they? Um. Well, each their own. Horses for courses. I mean, and was, all that. was Bruce Dickinson a good-looking lad? <laughs> um, looking back at the... It's based picture. To, um, they weren't my cup of tea visually. Um, I don't think they were trying to. I don't think they were trying to be sexy. I don't think it's a competition young. between Iron Maiden and the White no. Snake. No, I mean obviously we can we can read this article at another point. Yeah, but another thing about this article is some of the graphic design in these old issues is awful. So you've got. Red and green lettering at the at the head. Christmasy, and it's, and it's on. A, what month was this released? This is March. Oh, it could have been Christmas. So you've got black text, but it's on a sort of. It's a snake, snake skin pattern. Snake skin it? pattern. Yeah. it's not that easy to read, but this. But I think that happened a lot. It's not easy to read, but it's metal. It, it's metal. That snakes are metal. Everyone knows All that. Right. So the next page, Bruce's big night. This is our maiden feature. And I mean that's a pretty magnificent picture. I think that's on the Somewhere in Time tour. He's got sort of leathery tight pants on, a skull belt, and it's quite quite a sort of flouncy shirt. It's, like it's a, a bit Jareth. That that shirt he's wearing it, is Jareth. It is Jareth, isn't it? And if you know, I'm not even going to explain who Jareth is because if you don't know, I don't care to no explain. One, no if, one listening. If to you this. know who Jareth is, his shirt is like Jareth. Yeah. But he's, he's got a sort of leather vest. It's it's a hell of a look. Uh, so Iron Maiden are back for the attack with a new single, Can I Play With Madness? How they spelling attack? The, yeah, normal, the normal way? Normal oh, way. That's yeah. disappointing. Uh, Can I Play With Madness? A forthcoming album entitled Seventh Son of a Seventh Son and spectacular plans to play the Donington Festival. Chris Watts gets the details. Bruce Dickinson supplies the edification. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, so it's about the new album. Uh, are you are you aware of Seventh Son of Seventh Son as an album? Uh, no, not really. I mean, it sounds pretty much like <laughs> every other uh, Iron Maiden. It had, it had keyboards on it. I, I have a feeling that that wasn't really considered to be a, a classic when it came out, but I think maybe in retrospect, people like it. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're talking about the stage set. There's a, a thing I picked out. Um, plan A was a Dungeons and Dragons thing, a bit cack, really. Uh, we slung that out. Um, I think they, they had a sort of ice theme. They had like ice... But it was, it was a painted backdrop. It was all like ice, like the like the album cover, basically. So there you go. Okay. Um, so this is a uh, article about Wasp. 
called Black Magic and Saw Blades. Nice. Uh, what What are your feelings about Wasp? I like Wasp. Yeah. I like, I like the style. Yeah. I like the songs. I mean, the picture of Blackie Lawless. He, <laughs> he looks like a, in the picture, he's pulling a bit of a, re, well, I mean, it's 80s, but 80s, like, page three girl but pose. Yeah, you know, I didn't think it's Wasp a, were that camp, but he's it's like... A bit, Coy looking yeah. over your shoulder. Ooh, hello, kind of wasp. Like, look at my ass, isn't it? It's yeah. It's it's more like what you would imagine David Coverdale would do, isn't it? That pose. Yeah, I don't know. Because he's like Blackie Lawless is a sort of demonic figure, isn't he? And they've picked a really good backdrop of just some sheets, some white sheets. We'll yeah. put up a picture, but it's actually just some white sheets wrinkled. Yeah, it doesn't look great. Metal. Um, yeah, so the, the article talks about um, their single animal, Fuck Like a Beast. I fuck like a beast. Which was very controversial at the time, and they, they've uh, got the sleeve here. Uh, I mean, do you want to describe that? Um, well, it's, it's a lady, and... I believe a Doberman dog. Is that the right dog? But he's just shagging a leg, isn't it's it? Sh- yeah, it's just humping a leg like every dog does, don't they? I mean, I I always thought this this like was of a dog savaging a woman. You don't get does... more metal than their logo <laughs> because it's a it's a metal <laughs> circular saw, which in a circular saw, although you know functional, is dangerous. And then there's metal, I presume, because of the same colour, lightning bolts, and then wasp in metal. Yeah. So With it's like metal rivets. on metal on metal. Metal and on metal on metal. If you touch that, good... you're going to get electrocuted and cut. So shut up. It's wasp. And, um, you know, a shut dog, up. It's wasp. The dog, dog just is, shut up. dog's just enjoying himself. Yeah, the dog's just. Behaving like a dog. I think the circular saw is a reference to the fact that he used to have a cod piece with a a bandsaw attachment, and he'd come out and dangerous. Yeah, I mean, probably not. Probably not a real one. It was probably plastic or something. I've filled out health and safety forms before, and that would not <laughs> cut the mustard. You've got to explain the dangers that I could pose and what you can do to sort of mitigate those dangers and. I don't know. Don't oh, have they, that. They were not. A, they were not a health and safety. Well, they have plan. to. You don't have a choice by these things. Um, on the following page, we've got records. Records. Tell everyone how records is spelled. If you it's, can guess, how how do you think records ends? Okay. Well, it's got a K and a Z <laughs> in records, uh, and it's a bunch of bands I've never heard of. So, Fifth Angel, Baron Cross, and Empire. Fifth Angel. Fifth Angel doesn't sound. Very metal. Uh, Fate warning. Uh, I think they're sort of neo prog. Toto. Toto. Helion and the Hunters Club. Helion. I don't know Helion. Yeah, you do. Do I? They're on, unless I'm mistaken, they're on most metal lineups at some point on some stage. Right. I don't know. We should. Unless I imagine that. I mean, there's a possibility that people are downloading a podcast about rock, like old Kerrangs, and they're thinking, well, it's going to be a couple of experts. No, uh, we're not experts. We know. We know we're not experts. All. So if 
if you've stayed 25 minutes and you've wanted an expert, I apologize. We're not experts. You're not going to get that. Um, there's a various artist compilation called Scream compilation, which is nothing to do with the film. Um, it's on Geffen and it's got Jane's Addiction on it. Uh, Pigs in Zen. And I'm a big fan of Jane's Addiction. And I think Jane's Addiction were like a sort of sea change in rock. You know, they were a bit more arty. They were a bit more avant-garde. They obviously had their roots in hair metal, but I think I, th- I think the mention of the name Jane's Addiction is like a taste of things to come. Because like 88 sort of like arse end of hair metal, isn't it? I think hair metal was like mid-80s. Depends on who you ask. Yeah. Still in its heyday as far as I'm concerned. Well. It's hair day. <laughs> Okay, well, there's a bunch more reviews. There's a... There's a... Crossword. Spelled with a K, obviously, because, you know, because you know it's rock. Which has had, like I say, these were gifted to me and had some of the crossword filled in, not all of it, got bored and left it halfway through. But neat writing for the person. Again, I won't name the person because they they were might not be named, but they did gift all these to me. Maybe uh, they just didn't know. I hate crosswords. They're not fun. It's not metal. There's nothing metal about crosswords. Move on. Move on. There's nothing metal about them. All right. Well, how about a letters page? Yes. Called communication. Again, Again, it's a case. Yeah. Uh, So let's go through the letters. Uh, I'm writing to you about the best band around in the British and European charts. And yes, even the American thrash scene. I refer, of course, to Sabat. (laughs) This band is so heavy, I need a crane to lift my stereo when I listen to them. The band are better than Slayer, brackets. Sorry, lads. <laughs> Check out the album and you'll soon believe me. When Slayer read that or hear this, they're going to be crushed. That is from Lee, Rush and Sabat Lunatic, Wyatt. Right. Now, do you know, I've got a fact about Sabat. I thought you were about, about Liam. What do you know about him? Uh, He's I still lifting up I, his stereo I do to not, listen to a song. I do not know much about this uh, this fella that sent this letter in but sabat um they had a flexi disc on the cover of an issue of white dwarf magazine okay white dwarf some of your listeners will know was the role-playing game magazine it was around about this time actually so they they did a warhammer themed song cool and it was <laughs> i think it was called blood for the blood god okay Why the blood god need blood? Actually, supposed to be the blood god. Well, yeah, no, no, that's fine. I answer my own question. Blood for the blood god. Well, I answer, the, I answer that's my, the war cry. I answer my own question. Um, and it was utterly unlistenable, but that oh. might have been because it was a flexi disc. Right. They never signed it, did they? Uh, and they had some awesome art by John Blanche. And they were into their fantasy shit. They were. They were, were. They might have been thrash, but they were very seventies. Um, next letter from Rob. Buckley in Wales. So if he's from Buckley, he might have been able to go to the Tivoli Buckley, which is a, <laughs> which is a club, and they used to do a metal night, and I saw Dream Theatre there. Wow! I know, exciting news. Um, Why didn't that, you lead with that? That was uh, that wasn't. We for could a few have lost years people without this kind of knowledge. But I just think Rob will appreciate having a metal club in his own time. You know? No, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's talking about Candlemas. 
who were a sort of doom metal band from the time. Right. Uh, there's another letter about Tiger Tales. Tiger you know Tales. Tiger of course, Tales? there's no Tiger Tales, man. They're uh, Welsh, I believe. Um, the last letter. Okay. It's called Tawny Katane Strikes Again. I feel it's time to write to you yet again. Oh, Christ. One day I'll have proof that you actually read what I have to say and not just print the first 10 letters that find their way into your offices. Oh, he's going to look stupid when he reads this. Here's some facts that might enlighten a few communicators. One, how dare Eddie from Dublin give the lovely Tawny Katane a bad name in issue 175? I'm sure she didn't... What issue number is this? I don't know what issue number is. Uh, I'm just wondering how long he's been stewing on it. Yeah, it's three, oh, no, three it's, issues yeah, back. No, it's fine. That's fine. So he's saying, I'm sure she didn't appear in that nudie film. <laughs> However, I have seen her in one, Bachelor Party, where she plays a respectable role by dressing up as a prostitute and discussing the fine arts of giving a blowjob. So, I mean, that's what we're watching later, but yeah. So our read has obviously thought, well, I need to defend this woman's honour. Someone slagged her oh, off. That's nice. I don't think Tawny's going to read this. No, but it's nice that he's tried. The world could do with more men like that. Okay, Shogun are going for the Bon Jovi US market. I don't know who Shogun are. Rick Astley sings better songs and sounds better than David oh. Coverdale or Joe Elliott or Bob Catley or Robin Corley or dot, dot, dot. Wow. So he's just he decided is... he wants to slag off a few people. That is, what's what's wrong there? What's wrong? Uh, number four, can you can you guess what point number four is going to be about? From the same person? Yeah. Uh, angry about something? Yeah. The British record charts are a fucking fix. I mean, no, but that's fair. Yeah, they, they, they probably are. He's complaining about Frankie Goes to Hollywood and the Pet Shop Boys right. and Whitesnake and Def Leppard not. Getting any British music awards. Right, okay. Fair okay. enough. He's quite confused. Well, he's, he's angry and he's uh, letting us know about it. Okay. So this this is the shock, the Nicky Six shocker. Shocker, but this is a brilliant story. Do you know about this? Yes. Right, okay. Because, <coughs> apologies, when I was gifted these, I did read them you all. You read this. So, oh, Would you want to go through it then rather than me, my stupid voice being all over it. Well, no, we can hear you. Um, right, Motley Crue tripped up. That's what it's called. Um, back in 1981, bass player Frank Ferrano, stage name Nicky Six, linked up with just three other Los Angeles musicians to form Motley Crue. Two years later, just as the band were breaking big, Ferrano was involved in a car crash. His injuries were so serious he couldn't continue playing, entering new Nicky Six, a guy called Matthew Tripp. He joined the crew as Ferrano's oh. replacement, a Nikki Six doppelganger, oh. and the band carries on as if nothing had happened. This is just like the Avril Lavigne thing. It is. It is like the Avril Lavigne thing. It's like the Paul McCartney thing. Yeah. This is only part of a sensational story that John Hotton has unearthed. Is it true or is it some elaborate scam? You don't need to ask whether it's true because they've got a photo at the bottom where they've got photos of Nikki Six and then another man. Just a, a completely different man. Well, this, this is all predicated on the fact that people look slightly different. No, do you know what? Pictures. I love conspiracy theories, but when I was reading these, I really started to buy into, is this real? Did this really happen? So um, I'm sure it's not. Nikki Six is our Nikki Six that we know and love. And um, So is this mentioned in The Dirt? 
No. It's not mentioned in the dirt. No. So this can't be real then, can it? I mean, we I could have looked this up before, but... We could look this and, up. And I remember the... I, I think in an old issue of Q it mentioned this when I, when I was reading Q. There are, I mean, sense. spoiler, in it's, there's references to it in other, other magazines. magazines. Right. So, so. The, the idea is, yeah, he had a car accident, so they brought in another guy to take over the role of Nicky Six. But apparently he wrote a load of songs, they're saying. And he well, was, if you're going to get someone to impersonate Nicky Six, you not only need to look like him, you also need to have the ability to write amazing rock songs. So, But apparently this guy is much more into Satan. Mm. So he wrote Shout of the Devil. Um, and Which we all know was Shout with the Devil. Shout with the Devil, yeah. Um, so the crew image was later toned down. Um, polka dots, sequins and less Satan. Uh, but the problem was Matthew Tripp believed the lyrics he wrote. And it talks about him wanting to join some kind of church of Satan or some satanic cult of the Temple of Set. We were not necessarily satanic, but they're definitely a cult. Um, it goes on to say he was arrested for uh, armed, robber, armed robbery. And uh, it was at this point they brought back the, norm, the original Nikki Six. But this guy was trying to right. sue them. And there's a bunch of photographs, which we should post all of these. Yeah. That compare pictures of Nikki Six to other pictures of Nikki Six, but he looks slightly taller in some of them. It looks like his his jaws. Given that they wear heels and heels are different sizes, this is a um, not a great conspiracy theory. It's got to be bullshit. But this is the sort of thing you talked about in the 80s because you didn't have the internet to check things. Well, we could try and get that dude on uh, on the next episode. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get him on. He'll, he'll tell us. Um, so this, uh, this article ends, I promise you no answers. You may even have more questions. Maybe time will answer them. Maybe. Nikki Six or Motley Crew will. Maybe. But, uh, yeah, so stay, stay tuned. I mean, we're going through these magazines in a random order, aren't we? I've just picked you this picked, one. Well, you started, so yeah. you picked this one. But I saw, I saw this article I thought it was okay. interesting. Um, so as a, as a legit Motley Crew fan, do you think it was a different guy? No, I don't. No. Because... I think they were popular and people want to jump on the bandwagon of their popularity. So you were not taken in by this conspiracy theory. When I first read these magazines, I was, because I was reading them all at once, and it got me <laughs> well and truly hooked. But now, uh, no. But what is your take on the Avril Lavigne mystery? Mm, I change my mind daily on whether it's... it's I mean, do you want to explain it? I, Avril Lavigne's been replaced. Everyone likes Avril Lavigne, so I'm not going to justify that, but everyone likes her. And there was a similar story that she... I think it's something hideous, like she killed herself or something. That's the story. Mm. Um, and that she was replaced. Um, and that the person we're seeing today isn't the original Avril. And then they, you know, they've got various other. It's a similar thing. They'll show a photo of her once, a video of her once singing, that type of thing. Um, but um, no, I, I think Avril is 
the Apple that we've that was a cat falling off the desk if you heard that um I think Avril is Avril and everyone likes Avril and I'm not even being sarcastic we've, we've got a lot we of all... love for Avril in this house haven't we? yeah we're, we're not just 1988 metal we also accept we're not losers <laughs> who are gonna you know ignore the presence of people like Avril we like I like Kelly Clarkson as well right <laughs> I've got eclectic taste in music, but I just I like a lot of good music as well. I mean, I'm not saying Kelly Clarkson isn't good because she is. What I'm saying is, it's just a different type of music. She's not going to be in Kerrang, is she? She's not going to be on right. Kerrang, but she's been on stage with Steel Panther. She has been on stage. So with she's Steel she's aware of the Kerrang world, I would say. True. Um. So concerts. Concerts. K and a Z. K and a Z. Uh, there's a big review of Heart, the Edinburgh Playhouse. Um, and it mostly goes on about uh, Anne Wilson's voice uh, is suffering because she's ill, uh, but it's a great show. Uh, and there's a bunch of other reviews of stuff I'm not really interested in. Uh, there's a review of All About Eve at the Glas- Glasgow University. Do you, are you interested in All About Eve? Not really. Do you know anything about them? Not really. Right. They're most famously known for going on top of the pops, doing a sensitive acoustic number called Martha's Harbour. You are an ocean wave, my love, crashing at the bow. They couldn't hear the playback, so they just sit there like a couple of lemons, <laughs> not miming while the song is playing. Um, so that's what most people know them for, um, sort of folky goth. Okay. So right up my street. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I you you like Kelly Clarkson? I like all about Eve. Um, uh, yeah, I will. There's a live review of ACDC at the Sydney Entertainment Centre. Not a very good photo. Well, you know, it's in action, isn't it? Yeah, but still not a very good photo. Uh, Shrapnel, I guess, is their small ads. Looks like it. Goats Don't Shave play West Bromwich Coach and Horses on March 13th. I mean, that is when this goes to press. Oh, no, this goes to press on March 12th, so you've got one day to get down. Um, and there's a cartoon strip. The thing about next issue, and there's the singles and albums chart. So this is the rock singles. So I'm going to give you the top five, and you're going to give me your assessment. Okay. Uh, number one, no, shall I start at number five? Heaven Knows by Robert Plant. Okay. Do you know that song? Sing it. I'm not singing. Oh, well, this doesn't maybe, help. Maybe when I'm half cut, I will sing Heaven Knows. Animal, Fuck Like a Beast, live by Wasp. Okay. Uh, Anarchy in the UK, Megadeth. Okay. Sex Pistols cover. Hot in the City, Billy oh. Idol. That's good. That's, that, that's, that's good. A, that's a tune. Uh, White Snake, Give Me All Your Love is number one. Nice. It's all right, isn't it? Yeah. Is that off 1987? Yeah. Quite happy with that. Um, albums, number five, Vital Idol, Billy Idol. Okay. Sounds like a compilation, doesn't it? Number four, Skyscraper, Dave Lee Roth. Nice. Classic. Um, number three, Cream of Eric Clapton. I like Eric Clapton. I know Eric Clapton's a racist. Okay. Um, Two White Snake, nineteen eighty-seven. Okay. (laughs) Uh, 
number one, blow up your video, ACDC. Yeah, pretty good. Sounds like all the other ACDC albums. Not um, just an indie metal. Or Star Choice. Star Choice. Nasty Ronnie from Nasty Savage. <laughs> Sounds very nasty. nasty. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, calling it's women tarts. Three, three albums he's chosen. Can you che- can you guess? We're making a quote there. I think we should. Yeah, we we talk in quotes a lot of Ponderland. No, yeah, Ponderland. Yeah, Ponderland nasty. Was, just look up Nasty Friday. Nasty, yeah, Nasty Friday by uh, with Russell Brand in Ponderland. Um, which is from about 15 it's years the Christ- ago. It's a Christmas episode, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah, it's about 15 years old. Yeah. Um, we watch it literally all the time. It's very funny. And um, most of our vocabulary is either from that or bottom or the young ones. Or nativity. Or nativity. This <laughs> or is Paul, very metal. Or, or Polar Express, because yeah. you don't get more metal than Polar Express. Yeah. Although, you know, Uncanny, Uncanny Valley. <laughs> It's pretty metal. They're yeah. weird looking. Yeah. Um, I don't know who Nasty Savage are, but Nasty Ronnie likes The Doors by The Doors. First first album. Right. Oh, oh right. Okay. So these are people's choices. Queen One by Queen. Okay. His first Queen album. And Rain in Blood by Slayer. Oh, I don't like Rain in Blood. Uh, Tony Clarkin from Magnum. He's chosen uh, Eddie Cochran by Eddie Cochran. Mm-hmm. Eat Him and Smile by Dave Lee Roth. And Hounds of Love by Kate Bush. Eclectic. Nice. Uh, Dave Pearsall from from Cry. I mean, this isn't this isn't terribly exciting. Um, so back page, three five foot tall door posters. That's so cool. Let's go through the post. Can you identify all these people? Um, well, so we've got Gene Simmons. Sam's makeup. Um, yeah, doing a classic Gene Simmons pose. Uh, bon Jovi. Um, we've got. I'm guessing someone from Anthrax, or yeah. they're just wearing an Anthrax T-shirt. He's wearing his own band T-shirt, so it's a bit of a spoiler. Who is that? Sheffield's finest. <gasps> Joe Elliott. I from... mean, spoiler. I've just realised the names on the bottom. Yeah. Okay, so Lisa Dominique is on here, and yeah. she is... Um... She's the odd one out, isn't she, on here? Well, you've got to have something for the lads, haven't you? The rest is the hot action for the girls. It's weird. Some of them are... The top three are posed for your door posters. I mean, she's... The Lisa Dominique is posed. She's got no clothes on. Let's, let's not beat around the bush. But Bruce Dickinson is like just a photo his mum's taken of him in front of, I think, the Brooklyn Bridge from the looks of it. He and looks he, like he's sulking. He doesn't he? look happy. He's like his mum said, get there, I want to take a photo of you. And then uh, the guy from Anthrax, he's just on stage and it looks like he's taken from a drone, which is weird because they didn't <laughs> exist back then. Um, that's cool. Can you get him free? Free? I, um, I think the offer of Eggman's Let me see, let me see, let me see. Um, see the coupon on this page, right? There's a coupon. It looks a bit like a book with a keyhole on it. Uh, clip it out and keep it safe. Okay. All right. Collect two more, and then you'll be able to send off for another door post. Wait, how do you get your first one? Um, 
Right, so you have to collect these and then send it off. So we could do that. Well, I mean, it's worth a try. Keep them clipped and remember your chance of obtaining that lascivious Lisa Dominique door poster you missed out on first time around is merely weeks away. I think if you had that on your door, uh, your mum would not be very happy. Although my, my friend who got Parang, I seem to remember he had a five-foot-tall door poster, and it was Aussie, and it was Aussie. It looked like he, someone's mad auntie, and he had an axe, and it looked like he was breaking through the door. That's pretty cool. So we should get that. He, he might have had a Lisa Dominique picture as well. Um, well, I see why. She looks nice. Do you know anything about her? No, she's got I, nice hair. At the time, I assumed she was like Lita Ford, Duro Pesh, you know, these kind of glam metal people. But I think she was on like an indie label. And I think, in, I don't think she ever sort of made it as a, as a big star, but she was in Kerrang a lot around about this time. Okay. For obvious reasons. Sexy. Sexy reasons. Sexy yeah. reasons. Because you, I mean, Man can't live by pictures of Bruce Dickinson alone. Yeah, mm. outside, looking miserable. I mean, moody. Indifferent. <laughs> Worse. He's, indifferent. He's looking indifferent on the back here. So that was quite a short issue. Right. Um, so what do you want to like, wrap it up? Should, should we say what, we'll what, what have we learned today? Uh, well, we've learned that um, Nikki Six might not be Nikki Six. True. Um, we've learned how to get your free door poster. Yeah. So we'll have to hang on to those coupons. Yeah. And um, to be honest, I think that's all I've learned. Yeah. But, um, but it was fun, wasn't it? it was, yeah. It was a, you've got to see the Fuck Like a Beast cover. Yeah. You learned a bit about that. And uh, yeah, so there you go. Right. So that's, is that, is that our first podcast? Yeah, I think that's our first podcast. Nice. So, all right. I think that's what I'd listen to that. That sounds all right. Well, I haven't listened to it back yet. It might be. Is this part of the podcast? What it We're be. leaving this rambling in. This, I mean, maybe when we, when, we, when we do a Patreon. When we do the next one, we might be a bit more polished. So I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't I won't, count on it. I don't bet on it, but, you know, we'll make an effort. All right. So well, do you want to sign off? Tune in next time and we'll um, go through another Kerrang. Yeah, or maybe Metal Hammer. Maybe Metal Hammer. Maybe I think Raw. We'll do. I think there's more Kerrang. We'll see which there's more of, and we'll go with that next. Flipping through these, Kerrang looks more fun. Kerrang looks a bit more interesting than the others. Okay, well, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. All right. All right. Thanks very much. Right. Keep keep on rocking keep in the eighties. Rocking in the eighties. Going to find out now. This hasn't recorded.